everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We are here to help you get your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. Mike. Trinity. I've started to rate our guests on how cool they're going to be by who dances with me during our opening music. Was she dancing with you? Yep. Thumbs up. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to jump right to it because I'm so excited right now. I'm going to be wearing this smile this entire episode. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show the very, 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 very talented chair dancer, the one and only Miss Christy Durham. Yes. Hello. I love it. That, that literally made my day. We, uh, we have some good intro music and we have one good dancer. Well, in now the we room. have two. Well, in the room. In now the there's room, two, yes. And one on the screen. <laughs> yeah, because it's not Any me. Any chance I can get to dance is a, is a, good, uh, it's a good day. <laughs> nice. What's your go-to music? Oh, when I'm working, I do all instrumental because I, I can't, like, I do a lot of writing, obviously, so yeah. I can't uh, pay attention when there's words. <laughs> but I'm all over the place. I have, like, 90s R&B. I have, like, classic rock. Country, I don't have a preference. I like all of it. My dad was a trucker, so okay. he listened to music all day, every day, and taught me to love everything. Well, for my speed networking event that I host three times a month, I always send people into a breakout room with one business question to answer and one personal question to answer because we connect on stories and, and with people, people by people, and stuff like that. One of the questions today was, if you could have been the lead singer for any song... What song would you have wanted to be the lead singer for? Mm. Mine, going back to speaking of country, mine is Should Have Been a Cowboy by Toby Keith. Love that song. That's like a boy, it's like a boy song. Because growing up, we wanted to be the garbage. This was back in the late 60s, early 70s. Hold your jokes. It was either <laughs> you wanted to be the garbage man or a cowboy. It just... That, cause that's the what we did. Man. Oh God. Yeah. We love the garbage truck coming by. We thought, man, to drive that thing. Oh, that was big in the day. Oh, absolutely. Oh, the trucks. Yep. Yeah. Little boys in trucks. Oh, without thing. a doubt. And then cowboys like, Hey, we're riding horses doing this. So love that song. Yeah. I would say shoop. The song shoop. Oh, one of my favorites. Nice call. It's the one that I always, when I go dancing, it's like the first one I ask for and yeah. I know every word, unfortunately, because it's really bad. <laughs> I don't look good doing it, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. What's yours? Um, one song that I would be the lead singer of. What's your go-to song? If you get one song to listen to for all of March. Oh, to listen to. I well, thought... but it you you kind of want to sing your favorite song, don't you? Yeah, but. Just pick a song. It's not supposed to be this difficult. But it is this <laughs> difficult. Lord. All right, well, you got. There's got to be one that you know. Even Drago, look, Drago typed one. in living on a prayer. Even he has an answer. Okay, okay. Showing me off. I see, Drago. Right. I see you You got 38 there. minutes. I'll give you 38 minutes to come up with an answer. Perfect. How about that? Okay. I right. will have an answer before the end of the show. Oh, gosh. Just, you know, I just want to have a couple cliffhangers. People just biting their nails, wondering yeah, you're what, that is that, oh, what is that thing. song. You got to open the loop, right? Yes. <laughs> Christy, you're not helping, but thanks for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> so, Christy, you do something that um, we were chatting about very briefly before we hopped on the air here. And I was mm. like, inversion therapy? And you're like, no, conversion <laughs> no. copywriting. 
for those of us that are uneducated in the ways of the world, <clears throat> myself, we give us a brief overview of what exactly that is. So basically people come to me when they want to make money, which is funny because this whole episode is going to be about just that. Mm -hmm. um, so a conversion copywriter is a little different than just a regular copywriter because we are trained in the, in persuasion. So we're trained to help the, like we do research and get the data so that we can kind of join the conversation in people's heads. So it helps them get to the buy faster. We use, um, psychological triggers and figure out, you know, where their pain points are, like where they're sitting, what's happening in their life that is causing that pain. Like, are they sitting at the computer when that pain is coming up, when they're thinking about the solution that they need? It's a very specific way of writing copy to get people to buy. Okay. Very cool. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, here's it totally here, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, let me translate <laughs> for the people listening at home. It's a Jedi mind trick, and she's just really good at it. Because they read something, it's like, where do I sign up? It's a Jedi mind oh, trick. Any, any uh, reference to anything sci-fi is good with me. So Jedi mind trick. <laughs> now, Christy and I are COVID friends, which means we haven't met. We're countries apart. Don't know if we'll ever meet in person. And we, hopefully we will one day. But I enjoy our relationship because we talk about a number of things. And it's funny when you get to know people, you just kind of spitball because Christy and I will just pop up on Facebook Messenger. Sometimes during the day, sometimes at night. She laughs because everybody laughs. They know at 820 I sign off because I'm going to bed. I don't care what time zone you're in. I'm going to bed. So, <laughs> But we just talk about different things. And one of the things we just always seem to talk about is passive income. And I think this started from a, an affiliate marketing conversation. Yeah. And, you know, when you asked me, it was funny because I had I, this, this keeps coming up over and over. So when you asked me to do the podcast, I was like, I'm going to write a blog post about it. I'm going to do the podcast episode. So now I can refer people to this podcast and that blog post because it comes up over and over and over again. People keep hearing about passive income, but they don't really know what it means for their business, especially if it's a service-based business. So yeah, so you were the fourth person to ask me that question. <laughs> <laughs> and let me, yeah, and let me tell you why it's so timely uh, that you're on here. My partner Trinity has to have things going on. She needs about four revenue streams with Smart. ideas for twelve more. Yes, <laughs> some of them actually pay me money. It could be the some of them do not. Yeah. It could be the ex-boyfriend <laughs> island, which we'll explain one day. It could be flipping houses. It could be writing the book in New York in that dingy New York apartment, smoking her cigarette. It, a number of things. So this this plays it perfect. And we talk about this all the time with clients and friends, but we've never really addressed it on the show. People think it's just, oh, I'll just I'll start that and that'll make me all this money. I won't even pay attention to it. And I just don't think it's that easy to start to do, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's in concept, it's really simple, but there is setup to it. So when people think passive income, they think you just like flip on a switch and the money's just going to start pouring in the door. That's not really how it works. There is setup, there is maintenance. So when I'm talking about passive income, what I'm saying is money that you're not exchanging for time. So you set it up and it can continue to snowball, but you're not trading your time for money. So it's sort of like systematically set up. So you're still going to talk about it in your business. You're still going to promote it. You know, you're still going to do things but um, with it, but uh, 
there's still a little bit of work. <laughs> yeah, and Trinity is a one percent top one percent realtor in the area. And I guess in okay. your world, people think I'll just buy some rental property and it'll just make me exactly. money. That's their That's passive income, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and with anything, I think there's a big misconception in the business world about passive income because so many people <laughs> think God, that's an understatement. that it's just a magic wand and all of a sudden you have all this money coming in and you don't have to do diddly squat, which is, to Christy's point, very untrue. Um, in order to build a portfolio, a real estate portfolio that's kicking off enough money that it's worth it, that takes capital mm -hmm. because you have to have money to actually buy these properties. Um, either you're going to manage them yourself, which then makes it non-passive income because you're working for it. Very or, poor idea. <laughs> or you're going to pay somebody, which again, takes money. So, um, so eventually there are a lot of different things that can create passive income, but that's not something that happens right out of the gate. That's you're not, not winning become, the lottery. Yes. yes you're yes. not going to become yeah. like a, an instant millionaire. No. These are long-term strategies. And I think that that's whether it's, you know, creating a blog or becoming social media. Like all of those things take time to build, mm -hmm. just like building a business. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think Trinity and I probably have a lot in common because I'm one of those people that likes all those different things mm -hmm. too. I have like my hand in a bunch of different things, but you're 100% right, Trinity. Um, there's setup to it. Like, it's not like you just click on a switch and you add it to your business. Like there's still marketing. There's still, you have to have a strategy to sell it. Yep. Um, it, it doesn't just start flowing without, uh, without you doing any work. So, and I guess in our world, the best example I could give people and on the previous, on another podcast, we we're talking about my love of Canva. Once I figured out how to make a check mark out of it. Did I send you that image? About our no, membership club? So. Okay, I will. And I'll I love the image of you working on Canva, though. I don't know why that makes me yeah. laugh. <laughs> it, well, it should, but I'll, I'll show you what I'm extremely proud of, and you'll go, took me three minutes to do, um, <laughs> is affiliate marketing. So yeah. if we on our website say, go, we use Canva, click on this link, take it will take you to camera, and you'll save X amount of money, and we would get residual income of that. And the assumption yeah. is there's a thousand people mm -hmm. going to our website every day and 700 of them are buying it. And that's not even close, but that's one of the first things that comes up in our world that people bring up is affiliate marketing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Affiliate marketing is a big one. Um, and the thing with affiliate marketing is that there are different ways to do it. So a lot of people, when they first think of affiliate marketing, the first thing they're thinking is Amazon because Amazon does a lot. They have a really big affiliate program, but Amazon pays like, I think it's 1% now. I don't even use them anymore. It's so low. Um, but what you can do, like you said, use Canva. So I, what I would do for anybody listening, anybody who has a service business, has any social media or any traffic um, going to anywhere. So like a YouTube channel, um, social media, podcast, a blog, anywhere where you have traffic, make a list of all of the, the software you use. So like, like the Canva, ConvertKit, uh, your email management program, and basically all the services you use in your business and start linking out to that stuff. So like the, the little bit of work to set up is you have to go and you apply and sometimes there's an approval process um, and you, you know, you're going to want to mention it in your, you know, your podcast. Episode. So, so if, now that we mentioned Canva, you can throw your Canva link in this podcast episode 
So make a list and make a list of any courses. Courses are great because they're usually high paying, high commission. Um, and then just go and check and see if they have affiliate programs. Start sprinkling it throughout your content when you're yeah. talking about it. That's probably the easiest way to get started with passive income, especially if you already have that traffic coming in and you're already talking about it. It's just a matter of adding those links. In. And they're, and, they're game for this because figure <clears throat> they doesn't cost them any money for us to put a link of to their site on our website, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And when you're trying to come up with um, email topics to send out to your email list, you know, talk about tools that you use and a, a fun trick that um, I see a lot of people do. And, and I've done before on some of my blogs is create a resource page. So just talk about your resources page and list all of those, everything that you come up with that you end up with an affiliate link. And I would suggest keeping those links somewhere, organize them. Cause you know, if you have a lot of them, it can get, uh, get quite messy, but um, yeah, so go in and, and create a resource page and use Canva to create nice graphics. Yes. <laughs> Quit laughing. And I hear create you a laughing. resource page and start directing <laughs> people to it. So, and it, know, it does, my resource page. Yeah, and it makes sense, right? I mean, it, so you make, what, 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month, but it, what I like about it is it forces you to make your website more active. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it, it can be done anywhere. So like you guys have this podcast, you don't even have to do it all over your website. I mean, I would suggest that you do, but if you just put things in your show notes and yeah. then talk about it in your episode. I can do that. But it's, again, it's, it's not difficult to do. We're not going to make $5,000 a month off of it. You'd be surprised. You would be surprised. Um, there are some blog. I mean, there are some people who do this as a full-time living and they'll make, they make like $50,000, you know, $20,000 a month off of affiliate income. Dang. So it really depends on how hard you're pushing it, how much you're marketing it. It's just like anything, right? If you have, if you have an entire website with hundreds of blog posts pointing to the same affiliate, you're going to make a lot more money than you would with one random podcast episode with it in the yeah. show notes, right? right? Well, and that's the, that's the secret sauce right there is consistency, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, in anything. <laughs> I did make a little list for you guys, though, because I, I, I knew that affiliate marketing would for sure come up. <laughs> so here are some, uh, some things you can refer to. Um, physical products, services. There are ways that you can set up services as affiliate links or as affiliate, um, you know, like you can refer back and forth to each other, but I don't really know how to set that up. Um, courses, eBooks, workshops, webinars, online software, CRMs that you use. Um, and they're, if you're using specific products, like you guys have a lot of equipment there, you have microphones, you have headphones, yeah. you know, you have your favorite pen. Oh. Um, you can check out companies that you love and go on sites like Awin, which is Etsy, uh, share a sale. All right, Click slow bang. down, slow down. The first one was <laughs> Awin. Awin, A-W-I-N. What does that do? That's the program that Etsy uses. Okay. I, I think they have other programs too, but I only use it for Etsy. But what uh, would you do? Sale. Sorry? What, what would you do with AWIN? So you sign up for these, um, they're like platforms where they have a lot of different products. So you can sign up instead of going to individual companies and looking for affiliate products. They have these companies that have a lot of companies that uh -huh. go to them. And so like ShareSale, for instance, you can go to ShareSale like search for products that you like and start throwing them into your content. 
Oh, they're like yeah, a broker. There's approval processes and things like that. But. Okay. Oh, they're like a broker. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Trinity, think of the wine you could sell. Yeah. <laughs> I was you just thinking, surprised. when she said pen, I am a very loyal Pilot G2 user. Move your microphone back. I know. I'm, I'm, That's twice I'm, you've hit your microphone. I, I am tired today. <laughs> but this pen, yeah. I could sell the shit out of this pen. All right. This Let's is do it. it. This is the money maker. This is my passive income stream. Please sell me that pen. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can we? I can see it on our website now. Go to our big ass resource page. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And at the very top, you're gonna have that pen. It's just gonna be flashing, flashing, but yeah, flashing. Really. But it it makes sense because you said you summed it up earlier. We're using these anyways. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And I mean, there's everything you go to go check out those platforms, uh, share a ClickBank, CJ affiliate, Rakuten. All right. And I'll send you, I'll send you the and I'll put those in the show them. notes. So yep. Thank you. You can look at, yeah, you can look up everything. Um, Drago, we're going to need a resource page on our website pronto. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you search, you can search anything, coffee, you could search cups, you could search Ooh. calendars. All kinds mm. of things on there. Oh, what might be your favorite rum or no, favorite vodka? Tito's. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we Whatever. Could. I reached out to Tito's for them to be a sponsor of one of our podcasts. Never. We had another that. idea that it didn't quite Ugh. get off the ground yet, but it will. Ugh. It will. But yeah. you know what? Tito's is on my list. Okay. They're not in the big ass resource group. No, nope. <laughs> nope. I'm going to go with a nice local vodka next time. <laughs> There are plenty here. There are plenty here. What are some other questions people have about different ways they can uh, set up passive income if it's not uh, something other than affiliate marketing? Um, One way that a lot of uh, the big bloggers do it and how they really kick up their income, because the only there, there are risks involved with affiliate marketing. Like for instance, Amazon, if you signed up for Amazon, they can kick you off the platform whenever they want. Yeah. You know, you don't own those products, so you don't have any control. So if you're doing a, a heavy um, promotion to a course and then they cancel the course. But if you do a digital products, your own digital products, then you can do things like a tripwire. Um, do you, you know what a tripwire is? Do Not you? the way you're using it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's basically when somebody signs up for your newsletter, they're automatically redirected to a small ticket product. So something that's $5, $10. So a small sales page with a digital product. So for you, you have your, uh, your workshops and your seminars. You could do a, um, you know, like a, a workbook or something that they could buy or, you know, oh. take, make some type of product, like digital product, a couple of pages or, you know, 10 pages long, um, have it designed nicely and, and sell it. So every time somebody logs or signs up for your e-newsletter or your, uh, your email mm-hmm. marketing, then they can just... Uh, they get redirected to the sales page, and then it, it, you would be surprised how much money people make from these digital products. And then add it to your welcome sequence, and then have, if you have your welcome sequence on an auto yeah. automatic, uh, you know, then you can start making money that way. I was actually listening to podcast about three weeks ago on that very thing, having having a welcome sequence for anybody that clicks through your newsletter. Yep. And yeah, welcome get, sequences you know, are, yep. are very valuable, yep. very valuable. I won't get too off topic on that today. <laughs> no, oh, that and could... ad revenue is a great one. Ad revenue, like so if you, for your podcast, you could have ad 
ad yep. running, YouTube channels, ad revenue. If you have a blog, you can set up, um, uh, there's a company called Mediavine. There's a couple of other ones, but the big one is Mediavine or AdSense. I've heard of AdSense, yeah. What's the most logical one people end up trying to do then? Because you hear YouTube and you're not going to make a lot of money unless you have a comma, at least one comma in the number of follow in the number of followers you have. Yeah. So I would assess where you're getting the majority of your traffic. So if you're, if you're mainly on social media, then I would be promoting it on social media. If your, your main source is your podcast or your blog, whatever, whatever you're working with, um, add, add a source to that. So affiliate marketing is a really easy way. That's probably the easiest way. You don't have to create any products. You can just go apply and then start talking about it in your, while you're promoting things in your email and your blog on your social media. Um, let's see. Hmm. I, I made a little list for you guys. Cause I knew this was going to be a love too. list. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So, Oh, we talked about your resource page. Uh, blog post reviews is a good one. So if you have products, so you have all these products, if you're talking about podcasts and you're teaching people how to do podcasts, I would talk about all the equipment and do reviews of all of your equipment. That's all right. One way so we have two, our two most loyal listeners are both named Scott. Trinity's oh. married to one of them. So he's our most loyal. He's your most loyal. Our mm-hmm. second most loyal listener is our friend, Scott Sams, who owns dynamic print and signs. Mm-hmm. So if Trinity and I wanted to make money off of Scott, because we love Scott and Scott wouldn't mind helping us make a lot of money because he loves us back. They, if they have a new print product, and this really could be for any company, if they do, and I think you do this, you know what, this goes back to a conversation. Somebody rolls out a new product, you write about it. Yeah. You, I think you've joined, you've been in courses before where they let you in and then you write a blog about it or yeah. a review. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can write a, write a blog review of your courses. I have lots of reviews of different courses that I've taken. Um, and some, so I've reached out to people and asked them, like, I will promote your course and do a review if you let me in for free. That's a way to do it. You have, you have to have a good pitch for that, though. They're not usually yeah. going to just let you in because they don't know what the result's going to be. But, yeah. but talking about Scott, what kind of products does he have? Well, I was thinking if he got a big new machine at the office that he could print cool things, bigger, cooler things better. And we could write a blog about that and millions of people would read it. Scott would sell product and we'd make passive income. Simple, right? So simple. As long as he's not printing my giant face on the side of a bus. One day. (laughs) That's our bet with each other. She wants to call me Coach Mike, and I'm not going to wear the bike shorts and have the whistle around my neck and the the trucker cap. And I said the only way I'll do that is she puts her face on the side of a bus. (laughs) Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 That's oh, sadly. you think as a real estate agent, you, do you are you on like signs and stuff around your area, or just my sales signs? Yeah. I I work a hundred percent by referral. Finally, somebody and gets my logic. Thank you, Christy. I thought it was a no brainer. <laughs> I thought I was helping her grow her business to be a top point five percenter. Imagine no, your face but on nobody buses. Nobody is going to go, huh? 
I think I want to list my most yeah. valuable asset with that chick that I saw her face on yeah, a bus. Yeah, but she's smoking hot. I got to call her. <laughs> the worst <laughs> is when you see real estate agents with their signs on the shopping cart seats. No. I don't want anyone sitting on my face. Uh, my favorite is the <laughs> bus stop bench. Yes. Yes. Nope. Yep. Not going to happen. Oh, it looks I've got so all good. these like sitcoms flashing through my head. Yeah. People vandalizing <laughs> park bench or uh, you know, are, bus benches. These are all like George that. Costanza ideas. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough that my face is blown up and my signs that go on people's yards. And I was at Panera and this group of three lovely young ladies walk over to me and they're like, you look so familiar. Do we know you? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, I'm a real estate agent. She's like, your face is in my neighbor's yard. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. At least you approved the picture. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great, it's a great picture. My photographer did a really good job. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> and Scott, thank you for making those printed signs look so yes. lovely. Even though they're just quite a little, just a little bit bigger than life size. So it's just like, bam, there's your face. Not big enough. The city bus, big enough. <laughs> so we need to identify friends. We can start writing blog posts about to make money off of them. I like where this show is going already. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Uh, but there's so many ways to do it, but a lot of those kind of need to involve talent. Well, you can hire talent too, right? Oh, that's like you. Yeah. I like exactly. that. <laughs> that was subtle, Christy. I like the way you yeah. made me enter that way. I like that. I mean, the only way that you can do this is if you have a really amazing conversion copywriter who's going to just make that stuff hum. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> We'll have to figure out her fee out of my fee off of his fee. Yeah. See, your Christie's fee off of our fee off of Scott's fee. I don't, is there enough to feed people? Getting expensive now. We got to be doing a lot of, lot of ads. We need a lot of a lot buses. Of, yeah. Um, affiliate links yep. to, to keep all the mouths fed. Yes. But that's interesting, though. The blog post, you're right, but very few people can write, so that's, or enjoy it. But is it just volume of blogs when it comes to blogging yeah because they're i mean blogging is kind of a loaded topic because people sometimes people blog for authority sometimes they blog for traffic sometimes like there are people who their entire business is just blogging all they do all day is blog and that's how they make their money <clears throat> so it really depends on what your goal is um but when it comes to affiliate yes i would i would say it's more like volume, but say like for you, you have a podcast, so you can direct people to specific blog posts. So like, for instance, for this specific um, podcast, I'm writing a blog post about passive income. So it's going to get probably more traffic than all the volume on my site would because of, you know, the topic that we're talking about and you're going to be sending people over there, things like that. So if you did an episode about like reviewing specific tools, like you could do an entire podcast episode about resources that you use in your business, mm -hmm. create a blog post about it. I'm just thinking that we need to go back then, to, cause we taught, we do a lot of free product pitching on this damn podcast. We do. We, we need, need to, to get better at booze. Yeah. We're in the perfect <laughs> position to take advantage of passive income. Seriously. Okay. 
anybody who comes on your blog or your podcast, if they have a, a course, ask them if they have an affiliate link. They have, um, you guys could create a print on demand journal. Amazon, I don't know, a lot of people don't know about this, but Amazon has like an entire print on demand program where you can create tons of products. So you can create a journal, a planner, basically anything that's a book. Um, and upload it. So you create like a file, you just upload it. I mean, there, there's some talent to that as well, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but I've heard yeah, we can hire can talent. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Pardon me? I've heard we can hire people for that. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> heard that from a good friend. <laughs> so totally random. On Amazon and, and you get, you get income from it every time somebody sells. So you get to take advantage of the organic traffic that Amazon gets. All right. Well, hang on a sec. So if we created a, so if, if we created something and put it on Amazon and people bought that off Amazon, that's where we make the money off something we created. Yeah. So you kind of split the commission with Amazon. So yeah. You, I know that split. <laughs> you know that yeah. Amazon's well, just over other, there with their little handout. There are other print on demand programs. I'd have to, I have to look them up, but I'll put them okay. in the blog post. All right. Um, we need to find the next Amazon. That's whose horse we need to hitch our wagon to. <laughs> yeah. So oh, if there was any other program or any other uh, platform that yeah. would deliver in a day or two, I would, I would go there. <laughs> All right. Just side note about the importance of hiring good people. <laughs> I love these off ramps. Yeah. So one of um, our dear friends and listener, Nikki Crow with the home inspector team, hey, Nikki. sent me a screenshot of, so being in the real estate industry, it's highly competitive. So is the coaching industry. Mm. And it cracks me up how people sort of weed themselves out in funny ways. So she sent me this screenshot of this girl that was like, yay, I just got my real estate license. Da, 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 and she spelt license wrong. <laughs> well, oh, hang on no. a sec. Where, how did she spell it? <laughs> she put in a couple extra C's and S's. And I don't even, oh. she jumbled it really badly. But it's like... Ooh, you really should have <laughs> hired a copywriter or somebody to do that for you because that is not your strong suit. <laughs> it's so funny in the world of copywriting because there's this big uh, joke about, because um, we make typos sometimes and I find typos in other copywriters work and they find typos in mine all the time. And uh, somebody posted on Instagram recently that a typo is just an opportunity to see if you're paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just check and see if, yeah, I've used that before and it with zero success. Can you use Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn to hawk affiliate marketing programs? Yes. I would just be careful of the policy of <laughs> you're dealing with. So um, I know Amazon has a very strict policy about where you're allowed to promote. Um, I don't follow it anymore because I don't, I don't do Amazon, but I know you can't sell an email. So I would just be careful if there's a specific policy. But, I mean, anything you're doing, you should be reading the policy anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, you can promote. So I know copywriters who do, they write copy for specific courses or, um, you know, different people. They're other copywriters, and they will promote somebody else's program within their content. Uh, so in okay. their Instagram. So they'll do an entire you know, month or two of promoting just one product that's not even their own. Now you're coming on the show at a good time because Trinity is embarking on her TikTok career. Ooh. Yes. So, so how do you do a lot of she... videos where you're pointing at words? 
Not yet. <laughs> well, but I, I, I will be doing videos where I'm pointing at words like the this way or that. Like, I love those yeah. ones. Can she yeah. point to one of her affiliate marketing partners on TikTok? Yeah, I don't see why not. I don't know what TikTok, I don't use TikTok, um, but I know, like, I think you have one link on TikTok. That's the only problem is that, like, you're limited. So Facebook, you can upload more links than you can on Instagram, but then on Instagram, you can do a link tree if you want to. So, I mean, you, you have to get strategic about it. Yeah, I, I'm, it. I'm a Bambi in the TikTok stratosphere, but <laughs> have a good tutor who's taken me under his wing and is going to use me as his example for his next course of the success. Oh, so you're a beta tester. I am. He's got his work cut out for him. Oh, he does. <laughs> and she needs a cool TikTok name. So if you think of anything, shoot us a note. For oh. folks that aren't in our world that post things and have podcasts and, and all the... Because Trinity, Trinity and I, as business coaches, could have a podcast, which we do, have a website, which we do. We could write blogs, which we do, kind of. There are a number of ways. But if you're not in this world, how do you how do you make passive income as a small business owner if you're an insurance person or a mortgage broker or, you know, industries like that? <laughs> That's an interesting question because I've been racking my brain trying to think of how to help people who are in businesses like that. Um, and something that you can do, I, I mean, essentially affiliate marketing is really just commissions for referral. So you could partner with a bunch of different, you know, um, like services, you know, like the guy who does the driveway and the guy who does the fence and all those types of people and start swapping commissions. I don't like doing that personally because I don't like um, having to manually, I don't know if there's programs for that, um, but it's the same thing. You can send people to your resources page if they're, you know, if they're buying certain product. Like if, if for instance, on Amazon, if you click on a link on Amazon, and you buy other things. So somebody could click on a link for your pen and they could buy a TV and you'll get you'll get uh, the commission for the TV. So oh. you can use Amazon for stuff like that. Um, if there's little mini courses for, you know, how to stage your home, um, like there's all kinds of ways that you could, you just have to get really creative. Ooh. I can be creative. Very much so. <laughs> yes. I'm going to give some thought to that though, the real estate. I have a real estate uh, client and friend who... I think would benefit from that as well. Yeah. And I wanted to do, I don't know if I can do multiple TikTok accounts because I wanted to have one that was real estate related and then one that was business coaching related. Content well, is like a full-time job. It is. Oh, it's a lot of work. It, it sounds fun. And the first couple of weeks, like, man, this is good. And then you're like, God, I got to come up with a subject every day. <laughs> and it, it's hard. Yeah, I, some of my favorite um, people on Instagram are, are the kind of people that they just kind of like go with the flow and they talk to the camera and they're just talking about weird things and then they'll talk about business and then they talk about crazy things. Um, like uh, one of the copywriters I follow, Tarzan K, she takes pictures of herself hanging upside down. She's got this like yoga, aerial yoga thing. She has all these pictures of her upside down. It's funny. You could go see our friend Alicia Gerardo and hang I up could. from the yeah yeah do the yoga stuff. She, she owns twirls, an aerial yeah. silk studio, so yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think that's what it is. Like, oh, uh, I, yeah. I so want footage of that. <laughs> <laughs> not something I would do. I'm I'm way too awkward, clumsy for something like that. <laughs> yeah, the fall, the ground would come up quickly with me. Yeah, that wouldn't be a problem. Uh, what's how do you start? Um, I mean, like we said before, I would make a, a list of all of the products that you use. Um, the easiest way is, is starting with like the softwares and um, like the programs that you use and then just going to those companies. Like you can just Google, like if you were trying to use Canva, like you mentioned before, you mm. Google Canva affiliate. So just make a list and then start Googling them all and see if they have programs. Some of them don't, some of them do. Um, but a lot of, a lot of programs like having affiliates because you're promoting for them. So why wouldn't they? Yeah, I mean. Uh, their benefit for, for you to be an affiliate. I think most people would pay 4% to make 96%. I mean, that's an easy yeah. business decision. We'll give away 4% somebody right now. Yeah, we'll give, we got new courses coming up. We'll give away 10% of a new course if you get us four people. Shit, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's an interesting 10%. topic. 10%. <laughs> Four percent, Mike. <laughs> it's not a house, Trinity. <laughs> Actually, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, when it comes to like, I like to focus on high-paying commissions, like high-commission affiliates, mm -hmm. um, and courses. Generally, the courses that I go after are usually like the twenty to forty percent commission. The twenty to forty what? Percent commission. Oh, off of a two thousand dollar course, right? Um. Well, some of them, some of them are just $200 courses. Some of them are, you know, more than that. It depends on the course. Huh? We've got a $395 course. How much you want to sell that one out? <laughs> I'll promote your course. I'll write a review for you. See? Boom. Do you have an affiliate link? No. No, but, but we'll, I can, we'll make one. I can Venmo you some. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's a tip for anybody who has an online course. Okay. Create an affiliate link. So what's is it through Teachable or Thinkific or what's the program you're it's using? It's through Wired to Change. We're not all, we're not there yet on uh, oh, okay. uh, yeah any of those, but we will be. We yeah. will be, but we're not there yet. Well, there's like you can set up affiliate links in other ways too. Um, but I mean, I have to look into what you're using to help you figure out how to set up an affiliate okay. link. All if right. you have an online course, set up an affiliate link, and then at the very end of the course put a little module that says, if you like this course, here's an affiliate link or apply for an affiliate link and then start promoting it to, you know, they can start promoting it to their audience. Then you can put Ooh, that in your, anytime like you have like past um, students, send them an email and say, have you promoted this? Did you know you can make money by promoting this program? Tell your friends. Okay. That makes okay. perfect sense right. because who better to promote a class than a happy client when the class is over? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's the perfect because they believe in you, if, especially if what they're doing is working after taking your course. All right. We may have some work for you coming up. <laughs> <laughs> we may have a course for you to take. So uh, thank you very much on giving us a lot of homework. I, I know the podcast is good when we leave with homework because that means we learn something. And I when I go to the back of the page here, Christy, that means good stuff's happening. <laughs> Cause I take enough yeah. notes on the front and, but on the back. Yeah. God, there's, so, let I me say this. Looking around the room with the, all the thoughts. Going, oh yeah. <laughs> there's so many options in our previous podcast. We talked about procrastination and productivity. Yep. There aren't 14 options coming out of this podcast. We need to narrow it down to two to really yeah, give the, you know, 
to really give the time and effort mm-hmm. is we'd have to list all of these and say, okay, these two are legit. Yeah. Yep. Best ROI. There you go. Yeah, and that's something I offer too is um, strategy sessions. So if somebody has a, a, you know, a business that they want specific, like you want me to go, okay, this is this is everything that I do in my business, and we can kind of spitball and brainstorm how you can do it, and then I can tell you exactly where to go, what to do, how to apply, how to apply it to your business. Um, I do offer strategy sessions, like one hour, two hour Ooh. kind of thing. Nice. I like that. They can find you at christydurham.com. That's Christy with two I's. K-R-I-S-T-I, right? Yes. Yeah. Durham. Durham, D-U-R-H-A-M.com. I know it's the end of the day when I'm like, Christy with two I's. I thought you meant two I's at the end. <laughs> I know. I'm sure. I was like, Christy. Well, well, because I would have said, Chris, well, Christy with a K and an I. Versus Christy with a K and a Y or Christy with, with a, a C and a Y. Right. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of ways to spell it. Oh, I'm yeah. sure yours has been butchered since you were growing up, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And my website's in the middle of a pivot right now, so don't judge me for it. But no, if we, you need to contact me, you can contact me on my website. We don't judge. Awesome. We just mock. But there are, number, there are people that we've met, Christy, that I'll talk to them like two weeks later. It was really nice getting to talk to you and Tiffany. <laughs> All the time. It's so funny. Been being called Tiff for since inception. Everybody calls me Christine because I'll say Christy and Chris. My husband's Chris. I'll say Christy and Chris. So they think I'm saying Christine. Ah. Is he Chris with a Y? Uh, No, (laughs) C-H-R-I-S. I dated a Chris with a K. Yeah. He was crazy. He is not going on the X Island. Oh my! I'll uh-huh. fill you in one day about the X Island. You'll <laughs> yeah, enjoy this. X Island. I need to know what this is. We'll hang on when we're done here. We'll give you the thumbnail. So, but go to christydurham.com just to talk to you because there's so many options and so many. There's potential out there for for people to find a fit. Absolutely, yeah. There are so many ways that you can add passive income to your existing business. Whatever way you're currently marketing, there is a way to add something to make a little bit more money and then snowball it over time. Definitely. And I figured out my song. Oh, Ooh, good. We can finish the show now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It is. You can't always get what you want by but the you, Rolling Stones. But you get what you need. Uh-huh. That You oh, know, that was written by a husband for a husband, right? <laughs> really? No. Oh. We don't always get what we want. We get what yeah. we need. Yeah, I so. love that song. It's kind of the anthem of my life. Oh, so good. Yeah. So. Did you just go through your playlist to find? No, a song? I actually started with. Um, I googled really quickly most popular song ever because I figured if I'm going to sing a song, I want it to be the one that everybody knows. And I, that just started getting me down a rabbit hole. I was like, I'm not focusing on Christy. <laughs> this is way too good to be in this. And then I just was like, what? And then I was like, you know what? That would be my song that like kind of summarizes my attitude towards life. So we'll go with that. Uh, well, my favorite, I- my favorite is that Trinity took this assignment and was like, "I need to be the best." Oh yeah, at this assignment. <laughs> they they make a I am the best song ever. <laughs> I am ultra competitive at pretty much everything, and sometimes to my detriment. They, <laughs> about you. they write assessment tests called the Trinity. Have you taken the Trinity yet? So yeah. 
but thank thank you for sharing all this uh, information with us and with our listeners. It's a big help because it's just something else to think about to put on the playlist. Is it an option? And Christy, you're in Canada. I am in Canada. Which yeah, part? Southwestern Ontario. Okay. I can. I'm. Uh, I'm as about as south as you get. So I'm. I'm close to the Detroit Windsor border crossing. I, I spent a lot of time in Detroit. Hey, hang on a sec. Let's talk about the town you crossed the border to drink in. Oh, Sar- which one? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Sarnia? Yeah, Sarnia. Yeah, oh. that was on the other side. So we loved, we loved going to Windsor because it was like just every bar and you could think of. And the exchange rate when I was younger was fantastic. And I had a fake ID that said I was 19 when I was 17 so mm-hmm. I could cross the border and drink in Canada. But on the times where we didn't have enough money to make it all the way to Windsor, we would pour hop over to Sarnia because it was closer. <laughs> and that is the armpit of freaking Canada. Yeah. It's like the stinkiest town. In yes. All of it is disgusting. <laughs> and sometimes the only places open were the strip clubs. And so I may have hung out and drank in a couple of strip clubs. And you were way better looking than the talent on oh, stage. Yeah. Coming was... to center stage. But you know, when you grow up. <laughs> Tiffany right to, the, the... <laughs> to the main stage. <laughs> you're desperate to drink when you're going to yes. strip clubs yeah. in Sarnia. <laughs> Sarnia. Oh, God. Hey, I always wait for the title of the show to come out. That's the title yeah. of the show. Strip Club of Sarnia. Yeah. You know your heart up. But I, lo- I love my um, Canadians. We appreciate you, especially us Michiganders, for, for being there. And um, I would have to say that the one thing I've learned about our neighbors to the north is that you guys put us to shame with your ability to flavor potato chips with pretty much anything and by far have way better political knowledge than 90% of the United States population. Mm, I don't know that they're wild with all their prime ministers every four years, so, right? But they know what's going on. They know know more about, they follow more than I would say, like. You mean we have lots of opinions on Facebook about what's going on in the U.S.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And usually know more about what's going on in the U.S. than we do. But anyways, thank you for creating the ketchup-flavored potato chip. Could not You're live welcome. without I'm it. I'm responsible for yep, that. but, you know. And, Actually, I've uh, never eaten a ketchup chip before in my life. But. I wouldn't suggest it. It's pretty disgusting. But, at, you know, 4 a.m., walking home from the bar. Yeah. Pretty good. But more importantly, go to ChristyDurham.com, Christy with an I at the end, and uh, see how she can help you because there's something there. It's worth the conversation, if anything. Absolutely. Because there's something there. So we thank for being on the show today. You're wonderful. Thanks for the tips. Thanks for having me. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we'll see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.